grab up as Monday Night Madness on Beyond the Airwaves, the Infinity Project. Good evening, everybody. It is Monday night here at Beyond the Airwaves, the Infinity Project, and yes, we're going to be in for a long week. Of course, if you live in the Carolinas, you're probably going to be in for a longer week. <laughs> hint, hint. Oh, my. After what they went oh, through this weekend. Yeah, there's more heading their way. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it is Monday night. That means it's time for Weekend Wrap-Up and Monday Night Madness. I'm your host for tonight. I am Oddball Stream. I'm currently joined online by two of my crazy cohorts. First, we have Red Ranger Tim. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, my dear. We also have the AZ Magician on the line. Good evening to you, my dear. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Good. And I'm going to have to refresh the chat room again because it likes to freeze up on me every time now. <laughs> I didn't do I, it. I wasn't there. You're innocent. So don't blame me. It's just not fair. Hey. Yeah. The reason why I had to uh, refresh oh, the chat room is because Ashley's in there, and I didn't want to forget to say hi to her. So, Ash is in the chat room as well. All right. Here's me. Oh, very interesting. Get ready. Aquaman tomato meter revealed tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Yeah. In other words, it's rotten tomatoes. It says, check back tomorrow after 11 a.m. Pacific for the first tomato meter score for Aquaman. Or do they pronounce it tomatometer? <laughs> In other words, it was, it was, it's what gives Rotten Tomatoes their um, ratings. Yeah. Okay, now here's something interesting. Uh, this is out of Des Moines. The latest theaters has seats that buzz and rumble, scent machines, and misters to elevate the viewing experience. Oh, my. I gotta admit, that does sound interesting. And this is in Des Moines, Iowa. Well, you want to know something? They did that same thing with the Star Trek experience in Vegas. Remember? That's true. Oh, yeah, the four the 4D experience. Yeah. Yeah, but here's something interesting. What if I told you this has a bowling alley, too? Okay. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, there's actually a bowling alley. I if I can get this thing in. Sorry about the long link, Ash, but that's how it works. All right. This is out of, good, this is out of the Des Moines Register today. Movie fans might find a rumble in their seat or a tickle in their headrest as Spider-Man swings from the skyscraper from skyscraper to skyscraper in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. The Des Moines Metro's newest movie theater and entertainment center comes with all the bells and whistles and then some. You're gonna love the name of this place, Ankeny 12 and B-roll bowling. <laughs> I like it already. Opens Thursday afternoon in Ankeny's Prairie Trail neighborhood. It features 12 movie screens with reclining leather seats, an arcade, bowling alley, and full service bar. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm liking this place already. Two theaters are equipped with wall to wall screens, some of the largest screens in the country, and will be coupled with DTSX immersive surround sound. Oh, my gosh. There are speakers literally all around the guests, from su- from the side walls to the back wall to the ceiling to subwoofers behind the screen, B&B Theater spokesman Paul Farnsworth said in an email. The MX4D Auditorium uses special effects like rumbling seats, scents, and mists to make the movie-going experience more immersive for viewers. Let's see. Oh, now here's a good one. The Screen Play Theater includes a play area with a slide and jungle gym where parents can bring their children to play for up to 30 minutes before the movie begins. Well, I think the only disadvantage there is you better make sure you don't get late for the movie. Let's see. Um, Let's see. The theater's marquee bar and grill will have a full bar and kitchen that serves drinks, concessions, and food such as burgers. (laughs) Let's see. B&B Theaters, the nation's seventh-largest movie theater company, is behind the project. It's first in Iowa. B&B purchased a longtime Springwood 9 theater from Ankeny-based Fridley Theaters last fall. It closed December 2nd. Doors open at 3.30 p.m. 
Thursday. The first two showings will be Dr. Seuss's The Grinch and Ralph Breaks the Internet. Both begin at 4 p.m. Let's see. The What is Inc. is the Metro's newest theater. includes 12 screens, a 12-lane bowling alley, arcade, and restaurant. Now, that's the one thing I'd love to get uh, get around here. If you add a bowling alley, you know, I'll tell you this. The AMC, the AMC Theater here in Montgomery, okay, they have two sides that have absolutely no use Whatsoever, see, it, when it when it was the raid before, all the sides would get used because there were the, the concessions over there where you wouldn't have to go all the way to the front and get some concessions. Now they both have closed down. It's like, why can't you put something like put a video arcade or or put something there? You know. But that is an interesting concept. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. All right, let's see. Uh, bear with me, growl. <laughs> oh, let's see. Let this go to the box office because this week was a quiet box office. <laughs> I mean, really quiet. Because Wreck It Ralph 2 won for the third week in a row. But it only made sixteen point two million dollars. And Dr. Seuss's The Grinch um made only fifteen million dollars, but then again, it's already made over two hundred twenty three million dollars overall. So what was their budget? Seventy five million. Then it's made so, back its Oh budget, yeah, it's then made its back then then some. Yep. Now, as for Ralph Breaks the Internet, it's made a grand total of $141 million. The budget is $175 million, so they got a little bit of catching up to do. And I'll tell you right mm-hmm. now, this weekend could make things very difficult, because guess what's coming? You have Mortal Engines and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse with those two. And there's going to be... And, let's see, there's going to be those two... And then, um, let's see, you got the Aquaman special screening this Saturday. Who knows about a lot of people taking advantage of that. And speaking of Aquaman, Aquaman <clears throat> has the largest opening ever in China. <laughs> I'm surprised the government let him let him see that movie. Yeah, but maybe so. But let's see, um... Let's see. Uh, Aquaman in China this weekend with a film delivered a massive $93.6 million becoming the number one film globally from only one market. (laughs) And remember, there's going to be some more international markets this week and then, of course, the U.S. gets it on the 21st. Of course, I get to see it this Saturday night. Thanks for being a member of Amazon Prime. Yeah! (laughs) Yeah! So, excuse me. Yeah, meanwhile, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald is still struggling. Now, after four weeks, it's made $145.3 million, but it's got to catch up to its $200 million budget. Yeah, well, not all movies can... Not all movies can... Yep. That's the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Uh-huh. Let's see. Oh, my gosh. I did not know this. Okay. Um. Okay, Janet, you probably remember this. Do you remember the show The Banana Splits? Yes. Okay. All right. Well, here's something I did not know. Some of the Banana Splits songs were written, were co-written by... Barry White. You're kidding. The the blues singer? No, the the soul singer. All right, I couldn't remember his music. Yeah. What was that one song? Can't get enough of your love, baby, like that. Yeah. Oh uh-huh. my. <laughs> yes, he actually co-wrote some of the songs for the Banana Splits. 
I wonder if he did the la 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 or somebody else did. Uh, probably somebody else did, but you never know. You really never know. But but that's but I mean it's to me it's just as shocking as finding out Stan Lee wrote the lyrics to the Defenders of the Earth opening. It's like he wrote that? I didn't know that. <laughs> Because seriously, like I said, I saw the credits and saw Stan Lee's name in there. It's like, wait, what? Then yeah, I looked at like, like you were like, oh my god. Yeah, right? like, what? Yeah, I think my reaction was probably this. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I will tell you something. Um, one of our friends, James Starbuck, he's a friend of Janet and me and you. Uh, he's a friend of ours. Um, he has already seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, okay? Now, I'm going to give you one free spoiler. There is a tribute to Stan Lee in it. Okay. No spoiler alert. Yeah. Because we really don't need it, right? Not right. No. Yeah, I won't say nothing else. I probably, I will probably see it on Sunday. And then, I thought you said Saturday. No, I'm seeing Aquaman Saturday night. I'm going to see Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse Sunday afternoon. You don't always know time, do you? Uh-oh. Because there's also Bumblebee and Welcome to Marwin the following week. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, you probably heard this. Uh, Kevin Hart had been picked to host the Oscars in February. He bowed and out after... he went after... and opened his big mouth. No. No. Be... No, no, no. no, what happened was he opened his big mouth ten years ago. Oh. Remember, That's like what right. happened to James That's Gunn right. all over again. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what happened. Um... Some old, some old tweets about homophobia came up from ten years ago, and he decided to step down. But you know, there are some people that are defending him because it's like, look, it's ten years ago. Let it go. Yeah, it's like those women. Why are they bringing up things now on something that happened fifteen, twenty years ago? Or 30 years ago, because like, I will be honest, okay, last year, I was going to vote for Doug Jones anyway, because I don't like Roy Moore in the first place, but I will admit, the timing of the allegations against him, to me, were a little suspect. You know? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, why didn't they say anything sooner? You know? <laughs> Maybe, now... Depending on when the allegations were, I'm not defending the women, and I'm not defending, you know. But given the time that it happened, they were probably ashamed that it did happen. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking, Shirley. What? Okay. Okay. All right. Let me let me explain this. Uh, there's a there's a title of an article, okay? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Julia Roberts finds life and her holes get better with age. Her what gets better with age? Her holes get better with age. I think that's, oh supposed, my. To be, that's supposed to be her roles get better with age. All right. The proofreader didn't do do their job before that article went out. Yeah. Oh, Did somebody they? found the actual correction. A headline on page D4 in Saturday's Post Journal should have read Julie Roberts finds life and her roles get better with age. <laughs> I, oh, God, that could be interpreted so many different ways. That is so oh true. <laughs> That's the tooth, the whole tooth, and nothing but the tooth. You so got it, didn't you, Tim? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got yeah. it, didn't you? Yeah, oh, I did my. too. Oh yes. 
Let's see. No, not yet. Oh, oh sorry. Hmm, I don't know if this is true or not, but I'll have to do some looking up. Something There's something about Trump quietly shuts down HIV cure research to appease the religious right. I'd believe it. I don't know if it's true or not, but I'd believe it because that's he exactly shut down the kind what of thing to he would do. The religious right shut down what? Oh, let me find out. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Trump administration has quietly barred NIH scientists from acquiring fetal tissue. Now, that was back on December 7th. But let's see. Um, a scientist who was supposed to supply mice that have been modified with human fetal tissue for an HIV study emailed researchers at the Department of Health and Human Services has directed me to discontinue procuring fetal tissue. This effectively stops all of our research to discover a cure for HIV, he wrote. Oh, boy. Yeah, and it looks like the Republicans can get away. The problem is, of course, after January 3rd, the Democrats control the House, right? So maybe the research could be... They could get it back. Right. Right. Yeah, it's like, seriously... I mean, here we are, we're trying, we're, you know, we're trying to do something positive, and what happens? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing, nothing, honey. Yeah. Nothing, honey. <laughs> Let's see what else is new. Oh, well, I ain't There's looking a lot. for that. I got something I could share with share real quick. Yeah. Okay. It's a picture, a picture a friend shared on Facebook. It's all okay. text, so there's nothing to look at. So I'll just read it. And it's a list, and it reads as follows: one inch. Are you fucking kidding? Two inch. I can't even hold it properly. Three inch. Never been so unsatisfied in my life. Four inch. I've had bigger. Five inch. Good, but not enough. Six inch. About right. Seven inch. Can't complain. Eight inch. Fucking perfect. Nine inch, a bit much. Ten inch, it's hurting my insides. Eleven inch, I can't take it anymore. Twelve inch, I'm absolutely fucking destroyed. And this is how I rate my Subway sandwiches. (laughs) If you thought anything else, you have a dirty mind. Hey, we've been hanging around Naughty Mad Libs too much. I thought it. I thought it. Yeah. I'll admit it. Yeah, if you thought it was anything other than Subway sandwiches, you have a dirty mind. Well, look. Yeah, yeah. well, I just, found, I just found this really cool picture. I'm going to put it in. I've already put it in the uh, BTR chat, and I'll put it in BTA chat. Take a look at these two things. I would score this under definitively cool. <laughs> oh, yes. Look at that. A Game Boy refrigerator oh, yes, and a PlayStation 2 fish tank. Oh, yes. That you know what? That PlayStation cool. 2 fish tank looks like something that the crew the from guys the on show Tank, tank would do. Yeah, the guys on the show Taint would do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, uh, it's entirely possible. Um, Tim. Jan? They made a doggone, the crew, Wade and Brett, that's their names. Mm-hmm. By the way, Serendipity 3, that ice cream shop we ate at, ice cream at, Shirley? Is no longer it's there. Gone. I know gone. that. But anyway... Um, ATM acrylic tank manufacturing was asked to make a gumball machine fish tank put in front of uh, Serendipity 3 mm-hmm. and they made a fish tank that had a working gumball machine so you'd, yeah. go and you'd put your coin in Quarters and you would see the pinball go, the pinball gumball go down but I don't know which one I'd want in my house, the fish tank or the 
the refrigerator. I like them both. Yeah. I get points for creativity on that one. But, yeah, I'm trying to find, yeah, in the meantime, I'm trying to find some stories where, you know, it'll relate to what we're doing Wednesday for um, Attention One because, you know, we've got a case of social justice warriors trying to ruin the holidays and such. Let me put it this way. Denver has some common sense. They had stopped playing Baby It's Cold Outside, but then they did a poll with about 15,000 fans. 95% said put it back on. So guess what they did? They put it back in their lineup. Put, yeah, even I, I posted that post on. to the BTA group, surely. Mm-hmm. I didn't know no, you posted well, it already. Yeah. Yeah, because you heard what happened when Cleveland decided to, oh, in the Me Too movement, we can't play this song. It's like, it's a song, okay, from about 1949. Screw you. <laughs> and I just found this story. This is perfect for... um. Wednesday. Uh, remember, I told you about Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer uh, being ridiculed for being bigoted and sexist? Well, one of the voices in that thing fought back. Oh, I want to hear what they had to say. Okay, and there's JJ. Hey, JJ. Yeah, I'll put it this Yeah, I'll go ahead and do this one now. Because it's like I like I like this article anyway. <laughs> it's like thank you. It's time to fight back. <laughs> and I'm sorry for the long link. And anyway, now this was actually last uh, Tuesday. So a week after reports that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was sexist, bigoted, and abusive, an original actor of the classic film has had enough. Corrine Conley, who voiced the doll in the 1964 children's movie, well, the TV movie, said the flap about the bullying in the film misses the point. Certainly, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, everyone is reconciled happily at the end of the movie, she told TMZ. And let's hope in today's society, things people are bullying about can also be rectified. The week before, the Huffington Post tweeted a short video calling the show seriously problematic that captured film scenes and roundup of Twitter reaction. The school coach encourages bullying. A video caption reads, one scene, for example, shows Rudolph coach, Rudolph's coach saying, from now on, gang, we won't, we won't let Rudolph join in any reindeer games, right? Clarice's dad is a bigot. Another video caption reads, Clarice, the girl reindeer and Rudolph's crush, is forbidden from hanging out with him when her dad says, now there is one thing I want to make very plain. No doe of mine is going to be seen with a red-nosed reindeer. Donner forbids his wife from joining the search for his son, another caption reads, No, this is man's work. Sorry, Rudolph's mom. Doesn't the cave need sprucing up? Okay. So, Conley, Conley said, Sometimes people cry when they learn she was one of the voices in the film because it touched so many people. While the film does contain bullying, even Santa berates Rudolph's dad for something his son was simply born with, she says it all works out in the end. That, to her, is what matters. I just can't imagine it affecting anyone in a negative way. They must be like Scrooge, she said. Tell them to watch Scrooge. It's like, yeah, thank you very much. That's perfect. Yeah, I'm still going to watch Rudolph, Frosty. I'm still going to listen to Baby It's Cold Outside. Need I say more? Yeah, I do have one question. I remember a couple of years ago, Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett actually did a version of Baby It's Cold Outside. I wonder what her reaction is to all this. You know? I don't know. I really do not know. But seriously, I feel like this this is going this this whole it's like I feel like now there really is a war on Christmas because people want things changed. It's like shut up, people. A lot of Let people well want it, alone. A lot of people want it back to the way it was. You know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, get this. It's only because of the fact that they're doing uh Stucco work. Uh huh. 
on this condo complex. But the condo complex has forbid people to put up Christmas decorations on their condos. Oh, brother. And it does look a little bare, thank you. Yeah. Honestly. Now, now wait a minute. Now, depending on the situation, you know, sometimes, you know, it could create a fire hazard. Who knows? I'm not trying to sign with them or anything. But I'm just thinking well, about it for every hand. Well, they're, do, they're doing paint work on the stucco. Oh, okay. And they don't want the decorations getting in the way of the repair work. Okay. Now, I mean, now if it's so a I can give them work, that, but mm-hmm. it's just pissed a lot of people off. Mhm. Yeah, I so. feel like I I was seriously I wish that we could go back to a time where the Christmas decorations were not allowed to be put up until the day after Thanksgiving. Of course, nowadays you find in some places as early as before Halloween. It's like, are you kidding me? You have to wonder. I, it reminds me of this um, this picture I saw on Facebook last year and this year. It's mm-hmm. a turkey saying, go away, fat boy, this is my day. Yeah, I've seen that. I have too. Yeah, I've seen that. I, mean, I know there's a group called, I think it's like Boycott Black Thursday. Well, I don't like going shopping even on Black Thursday. Friday. I don't either. I give everybody money for Christmas. <laughs> because I shop Amazon. Mhm. Well, see, I just give everybody money because I don't know what to get them anymore. So it's like, go spend on whatever you want. <laughs> I just plan on telling everybody that wants to get me, like, just get me an iTunes gift card. I'll pick something out. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. Oh, why do you think I ask for gift cards for Christmas? I don't mind money or gift cards because, you know, the fact of the matter is it's easier. I feel like it's easier to do it that way. Uh-huh. Because look at all the people who don't exactly get what they want for Christmas and the re- line out the returns is bad. Oh, I know. It's like it's like I had to pick up something for Friday for mom because she she likes a deep fryer. Okay, not the air fryer, a deep fryer. Found a good one at Walmart. I put it in the order, and I went to go pick it up. It took a little bit longer than I expected because the pickup area is the same place as the layaway area. I'll be right back. Uh-huh. Okay. I really wish they had separated the two registers, like have one lane, one of the registers strictly for the layaway and the other one strictly for the online order pickup. That way, you know, people just want to pick things up can get it a little bit faster. Because I had, you see, I had to do it again today because I was running out of cereal and my rice milk. But fortunately, when I got there, uh, there was just about no line at all, and I was easily able to pick them up. The only problem is I don't think. I don't think they do grocery. The closest, they don't do grocery pickup at this Walmart near my house. They do grocery pickup at the Walmart over on Federal Drive. Uh huh. But do I really want to go that far just for that? Probably not. Hmm. And seriously, there's two weeks in a day. Uh, I guess I was going to call it two weeks. There's only two weeks left. Before Christmas, literally. If you have not done anything, what the hell are you waiting for? Uh, I'm waiting to get to the store tomorrow. Oh, no, that's fine. Yeah. No, that's fine. It's just, and, and, and here's, a, here's a tip, okay? You know, if you know somebody who's liking all the shows in the Arrowverse and all, and you, and you know, they're kind of upset, you know. They they didn't get the current the the latest seasons on Blu-ray and such. Now would be a good time to get them because Best Buy. Let me put it this way: I jumped on this when I saw it. Um, 
three of the four, let's see, Arrow, season six, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow, both season three, have dropped to nineteen ninety nine each for the seasons. That's cheap. That's why you... That's why, That's why you jumped on them, didn't wasn't it? Right. Uh-huh. And I hear Tim coming back. Welcome back. Welcome back, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I was just talking about the fact that um, the Arrowverse shows, um, let's see, Arrow, Flash, Legend of Tomorrow, and, oh, what the hell is the other one? Supergirl. All four of them are now on sale at Best Buy. Oh my! Yeah, let me put it this way: the normal price, the normal price is like thirty nine ninety nine for Flash, Supergirl, and Arrow. They've all dropped to nineteen ninety nine right now. How much were they originally? Do you remember? Thirty nine ninety nine. Oh, dang! Oh my! Yeah, you see that? I'm one of those people's like, I love to get the latest seasons, but I'll wait till they get on Patience sale. Patience is a virtue. Yep. Patience is a virtue, and good things come to those who wait. Right. That's why. That's why. You know, doing this is like. You know what? I can wait. I'm in no rush to get these. I'll wait till they go on sale to get them. And you got them. Well, yep. All but two. Yeah, I got two at the store, and two are being shipped. One I should get tomorrow, and the other I'll get next week. So it'll be fine. But I mean, seriously, if you want to get the latest seasons. Don't you don't have to get them as soon as they come out because it's like they're not going to run out anytime soon. Just wait till they go on sale. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm extremely tired because it's you been the only one. It's been so damn cold over here, and we had no sun today either. It's like where the hell's the sun? I don't think we've we seen had the sun mostly since cloudy fr- skies today. Yeah, I don't think we've seen the sun since Friday afternoon. <laughs> oh, lady, we could have done without seeing the thong up your ass. Oh, my. I'm watching a video. These people got tired of an indoor gym, so they mm-hmm. did a gym on the beach, and all of the all of the equipment is made out of stone, wooden stones. Oh, and one boy. of these gals was lifting weight, you know, pulling up weight. Uh huh. She was wearing a thong bathing thong bikini. So. Mhm. But and yeah, it was inspired oh. by Rocky and Ninja Warrior. Yeah. Well, here's something interesting. Um, I'll be reviewing the Elseworlds crazy crossover on Friday. But boy, the first two nights, last night and tonight, <laughs> let's just say it's been really fun watching this. <laughs> because tonight the Flash showed up, as in John Wesley's ship from 1990, in the suit. <laughs> and he still fits it pretty good. So that's a good thing. But then tonight, it's like, you notice there's some, there's some cells that are, they go to Arkham Asylum trying to find Dr. Deegan, which I'm going to tell, I'll explain something unique about his, the actor in a minute that might, people may not know. But um, they go down there, and there's some cool cell, there's some, there's some pretty cool names on each cell. You got Nigma E, you know, the Riddler. You got and Cobblepot. Riddler. Yeah. Penguin. Cobblepot. Penguin. Yeah. Isley, P, you know, Poison Ivy. Ivy, uh, Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. And then this was the funniest one. Guggenheim, Guggenheim M. Yes, the executive producer, Mark Guggenheim. <laughs> that okay. was funny. That was funny. <laughs> but I'll tell you what was really funny. Last, The first part last night... Um, you know, Barry and Hold Barry on. and Oliver. Sure. Barry and Oliver are finding out they've switch. They basically switch each other out. You know, and Oliver thinking, he's me. Oliver a little you know, warmish Oliver. tonight. Okay. Yeah, but anyway, uh, what made this fun? Barry and Oliver have to go to Earth 38 and find Kara, right? 
you get to Earth 38, what's the first thing you hear? The Smallville theme song. <laughs> okay. That was funny. That was really funny. But I mean, I'm going to do a more comprehensive review on this. Cause, but I mean, the first two nights have been great. Tomorrow is the finale. And I will tell you something interesting. All six of my shows have reached either season finale or mid-season finale status at the end of this week. So here's what's really good fun. The last show of 2018, which is Friday, December 21st, will be nothing but naughty Mad Libs. The full hour. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about this. Would you guys like to do like a year wrap up, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday? Because that way I yeah. can go ahead and review that way I can go ahead and review Aquaman and Spider Man into the Spider Verse right there. And we don't have to do anything Friday. We'll have nothing but Mad Libs. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. So so we'd have to move our attention to one till after the new year. No, right? no, 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 no. Attention oh, to one is this week. Attention to one is this week. Okay, so what comes after week, attention to one? would be a day off. It's just not going to be a day off, but rather like a year in review. Right. Okay. Exactly. Yep, exactly. I just realized yes. I got like two weeks to come up with the money to buy the Christmas specials on iTunes. I don't know how long yeah. we're going to be there. Yeah. It, it, yeah, I'll tell you something. The one thing that actually feels a little weird the Doctor Who New Year's special. We've been so used to the Christmas special. And this time it's going to be the New Year's special. Well, it's just a difference of a week. Of course, the only thing is, will I, will I watch it at GT South or will I watch it at home? Because the problem is, I go back to work the next day after the new after New Year's Day. <laughs> so, oh, my. See, therein lies the problem. <laughs> If I didn't have to go to work the next day, I'd go, but I don't I don't want to uh, do anything crazy before I go back to work. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and you want to do a good job. You don't want to disappoint your coworkers next. Mm, no. All right, well, let's see. Here's – all right, now, I'll, I'll tell you something. Over the weekend, I saw – I saw a sneak peek of a new show on Discovery Family called Transformers Rescue Bots Academy. It's a spinoff of Transformers Rescue Bots. Now, animation is slightly different this time. I can, I definitely noticed a difference on Heat Wave and Chase, and especially off the front. And Tim, this is probably not going to make you a happy camper. Peter Cullen is not voicing Optimus Prime in this one. That's it. I'm not watching it. Yeah. Peter, yeah, when I heard Peter the voice, was like, uh, yeah. Now, now, I, now to be honest, I have a feeling this is probably meant for little kids. Okay, I can understand that. That's fine. So I mean, I'll, you know, little kids will never understand who Peter Cullen is. I mean, that's okay. I can live with that. I think, that's, that I think that's a shame, actually, because he's doing right up there with Frank Welker as a voice god. Yeah, that's Freedom true. Is the right of all sentient beings. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Let me see if I can find it. Where did I put it? Right here. Freedom is the right of all sentient beings. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's like yeah. all the voice, all the voices have become different. Cody's voice is different. Chase's voice is different. Steve Bloom is not voicing Heat Wave. It's like that just doesn't. I mean, that doesn't sound right to me at all. <laughs> but like I said, this I is just, probably meant for little kids. I just did this little fun little activity off of Facebook and found my face. It was a thing that was posted by a couple of my friends, uh, originally from Nerdist.com. Mm-hmm. And it says, this website will tell you if Thanos killed you. Oh, yeah. Says, I've seen that. Uh, for the past six years, we've been waiting to see the outcome 
of Thanos' quest for the Infinity Stones and plan for universe-scale domination. And forgive me if I pronounce his name wrong. Avengers mm-hmm. Infinity War finally brought us there. And unsurprisingly, Thanos' arrival on Earth in the latest Marvel feature was a de- devastating one. And while many died or were injured across the galaxy as he hunted for the Infinity Stones, things got pretty bad once he collected all six and let off that devastating snap of his fingers. Half mm-hmm. of the universe's population was destroyed in an instant, including a huge chunk of the Avengers. It was a devastating blow, but let's not sit and focus on the grief of those heroes we lost. Instead, let's make Thanos' finger snap a bit more personal. Friends, how do you think you would have fared if you lived in the MCU? Do you think you'd be one of Thanos' victims, or would you be one of the lucky survivors? Thankfully, we no longer have to wonder if Thanos would have taken us out from the good of the universe or if he would have spared us. Now, we can find the answer on the Internet. Yes, in this golden age of technology, we can not only find limitless information with the simple click of a button, but we can now know if we, too, were killed by Thanos. Mm-hmm. On a new website with the very apropos URL, isthanoskill.me, you can find the answer to your fate after Thanos is scourged upon the world. Just as quickly as Thanos snaps his fingers to wipe out half the population of the universe, you can find out if you were among the fallen. Simply head to the URL and the site will tell you if Thanos spared you or if you were killed for the mad titan's so-called greater good. And though you may wish to change the hand fate has dealt you, you must live with the outcome fate has granted you. Refreshing the page will not change your outcome one way or the other. So either make your peace with your doom or embrace your survival. Now, if only this website could tell us which of the Avengers are permanently dead, dot, 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 let us know your fate in the comments. So I said, eh, what the hell? You know, I, I, haven't seen, I haven't yet seen the Guardians of the Galaxy or much of the MCU up to this point. I want to know if the big bad one killed me or not. Hmm. Well, what do you think? I'm going to say no. I think you're going to make it. You think I'm going to make it, Jim? What do you think? I think you you will. You got that much. You think I'll make it, or do you think I'll bite the bullet for the big one? Make it. You'd both be disappointed. I was playing by Thanos for the good of the universe. Aw, fooey. But don't worry. I went down... Oh. Okay. Oh, gee. I'll paste the link in the chat just in case you want to find out whether you were a survivor or whether you bit the bullet. Okay. And you have a minute. Did you post it in Facebook chat? He killed half the population, so either you lived or you didn't. Okay. Yes, I got spared. You were spared. Do you know in a minute? I was part of the fifty percent that were killed. Uh oh. You were slain by Thanos for the good. Okay, uh, let me double check. Well, I'm I mean, gonna you can refresh the page, but your outcome is going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Oh, Thanos! Thanos killed me and Jan both. So, Shirley, could you at least make sure we had decent burials? Sure, be glad to. Heck, I, I, I'll and tell you give, something. Give I saw Thanos this... fun for me. Okay. Well, anyway, I'll, speaking of burials and uh, funerals and all, I saw this commercial for uh, Dignity. It's a company that you know. Um, it's a company that handles you know the final wishes of. You know, family yeah, members and all. Memorial. It's a memorial. Yeah. A... Well, I found out that you know some people, some people, I think like one person had a funeral around a racetrack. Oh yeah. That's true. It's like if you know, let's say if if my time were to come, heaven forbid, not for a while, I hope. But if my time were to come, I would want people to cosplay at my funeral. Oh my! Anybody we choose? Yeah, whatever you want. In your case, I, 
I'd, I'd like to see some people come as Sailor Moon, the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Sailor Moon, the Doctor. Try to do an Ace Cooper. Yeah. Cosplays that are you. No, I mean, just let people cosplay as they see fit, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, but in ones that you would be remembered by, remembered yeah. for. Yeah. Because I'll never, I remember there was this one boy, um, it was a couple years ago, this one boy, he didn't quite make it to his sixth birthday. All of the pallbearers were dressed up as Batman, Superman, Spider-Man. There were six different superheroes carrying the, the little boy's casket. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's how you, that's how you do justice for that little boy. May he rest in peace. Exactly. Well, well you know that those. You remember when? Um, do you remember when um, the little boy he had cancer, and mm-hmm. the San Francisco Police Department got together. With Make-A-Wish Foundation. Oh, yeah. Gave his own all-out Batman day. Yeah. And people were pitching a bitch because all of the cops, all of the cops were saying, saying, ooh, changing subject. Get back to that baby it's cold outside controversy. Dean Martin's daughter responds to baby it's cold outside controversy. Okay. Okay, let me see if I can get this. I think she said something to the effect that she's going to keep singing it. Yeah, okay. Let me see if I could... um, uh, Post this into the BTA chat. Sorry, I didn't mean to spoil it. Oh, my. Shirley, I can't find the BTA chat, so I'm just going to post it in your chat. Okay. All right, and you can pass it along. All right, well then. Okay, come on, be nice. And I hope I, I got the whole thing. I would link. love to. I would, yeah, I see it. I would love to see. I would love to see this happen um, at a bingo hall. Before, no, after. Okay. <laughs> Dean Martin's. Daughter is sticking by her. Okay, do you have it posted in the chat yet? Uh, I will in a second. Hold on. If I can. There we go. <clears throat> All right, now I can get it in there. Got it. Dean Martin's daughter is sticking by her pledge to continue performing Baby It's Cold Outside, despite the frosty reception the decades old song has been receiving over its lyrics. The 70-year-old appeared on Fox and Friends Monday and responded to the sudden outrage over the holiday melody, which her father so famously performed before his passing in 1995 at age 78. Quote, unquote, I was absolutely flabbergasted. It was just insane. When I heard it, I said, this can't possibly be. You know, it's a sweet, flirty, fun holiday song that's been around for 40 years for my dad. He did it in 59, but when I saw it, I tweeted, I think this is crazy. What do you think? And then all of a sudden it went viral. Deanna explained that like her, many fans of the longtime track were perplexed by the news over the holiday season. They were saying, this is madness. We've gone insane now, she explained. It's just a sweet fun song. There's nothing bad about it. Maybe it's cold outside. It sparked a debate over the years on whether or not its lyrics are problematic. In this tune of female sings, I really can't stay, to which the man responds, but baby, it's cold outside. In another part of the song, the woman is heard sing lines like, say what's in this drink. The answer is no, and I've got to get home. I can see where it would be problematic now, but, ah, no. What? I lost it. I have to go over here. Okay, hold on. I'm. I'm no, I'm no, the... no, 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 no. It's just that I accidentally closed out the window. Oh, okay. So I just clicked. Deanna shared that two other characters are playing along with each other as the male attempts to woo his lady to stay a little longer due to the chilly weather. 
It's flirty, it's sexy, it's sweet. There's nothing bad about that song, said Deanna. It just breaks my heart. Deanna added her father would quickly respond to the backlash with just as much confusion. I know my dad would be going insane right now, she said. He would say, what's the matter with you? Get over it. It's just a fun song. She was so sweet anyway. He was a great guy, fun guy, nice. And he would ju- wouldn't just want to do anything offensive. That wasn't Dean Martin. So this has just been outrageous. Despite the backlash, Deanna said she does want to better understand why some listeners are offended by baby it's cold outside. I think it's a moment for us in time to maybe change what's going on, said Deanna. I don't know how to do it yet, but I'm out there trying to talk to people. It could be a learning moment for all of us. But as for modifying the lyrics for her audience, Deanna added she's perfectly content with the classic. I don't want to change the lyrics, she said, when she says, hey, what's in this drink? I don't think she's talking talking about some pill being put in the drink. It's like, is this punch? Mm-hmm. You know what's in this drink? Is it vodka? It was nice. It was just breaking my heart that people would turn that around. This PC is driving me nuts. you got to sit back and relax. Have a good time. It's okay. People got to have a sense of humor about themselves. I under the me, I understand the hashtag Me Too movement and everything. I'm all for that. But this, we got to relax and have fun again. Deanna's televised remarks come just days after the performer told Fox News she's not going to stop singing Baby It's Cold Outside in front of audience. Baby It's Cold Outside is a clerk. Flirtatious and romantic sound written by Frank Loeser in 1944, Deanna told Fox News. It won the Oscar for Best Original Song in the 1949 film Neptune's Daughter. It's been recorded by dozens of the world's top recording artists for over 60 years, including my dad, Dean Martin. This song is included in his very successful 1959 Winter Romance album, and I'm very proud that it has become an evergreen favorite that has played every holiday season. I personally love performing Baby It's Cold Outside and will continue to do so, added Deanna. Merry Christmas. Susan Loser, the daughter of Frank Loser, also told NBC News Thursday her father had no ill intentions when he wrote it. Bill Cosby ruined it for... Now, this is true. Bill Cosby ruined it for everybody, said the 74-year-old, as reported by USA Today. Why before the Me Too, Me Too, I would hear from time to time people calling it a date rape song. I would get annoyed because it's a song my father wrote for him and my mother to sing at parties. But ever since Cosby was accused of drugging women, I heard the date rape thing. I heard the date rape thing all the time. Susan added her father would have been. Oh God, this is a very long article. All right. Okay. So I'm going to stop it here. Well, and hang on. Why don't I can you finish, finish it. reading? Yeah. Okay. Like, where are you at? Uh, Susan added. Okay. That's where I left off. And there's there it is. two more pages after this one. Well, I got it all on one page here. Uh, let's see. Susan added that her father would have been furious over the decision made by some radio stations that have chosen to stop playing the track. I think it would be good if people looked at the song in the context of the time, explained Susan. People used to say, what's in this drink? As a joke. You know, this drink is going straight to my head, so what's in this drink? Right then it didn't mean you were dr- you drugged me. The publication shared Saturday Night Live previously linked the song to Cosby in a December 2015 episode that aired just days before the fallen comedian was charged with criminal sexual assault. The sketch depicts Cosby, played by Keenan Thompson, wearing one of his signature sweaters singing Baby at the Cold Side while sitting next to a woman, played by Tina Fey, on a couch. She then asked, Say, what's in this ring? Baby at the Cold Outside made headlines this year when a radio station in Ohio, Cleveland to be exact, pulled it from its lineup after a listener expressed concern over the song's lyrics. According to Fox 8, WDOK Christmas 102.1 removed the tune after one listener called the radio station and suggested it's not appropriate to play the 1940s classic in 2018. It wasn't really our decision, WDOK host Desiree told the oh, outlet. It was yeah, the decision right. of her listeners. Right. One uh, person? Might... One person? Yeah. And that's all of their listeners? One person called in? Mm-hmm. Give me a fucking break. Yeah. Oh 
people might say, oh, enough of that, me too. But if you really put that aside and listen to the lyrics, it's not something I would want my daughter to be in that kind of situation, she continued, explaining that the tune might be catchy, but let's maybe not promote that sort of idea. Other stations in the U.S. have reportedly been tasked with determining the song's fate in their regions. USA Today reported Wednesday radio stations in Northern California and Colorado have turned to polling their listeners in order to decide what to do. Uh, and I will tell you right now, Denver had a vote. They put the song back in their lineup. Following the removal, San Francisco-based station 96.5 KOIT revealed on their website that they had two, they, they too had decided to do away with the song. But the decision sparked an outcry among their listeners to bring up, they said. On Monday, December 3rd, 96.5 KOIT program director Brian Figula made the decision to remove Baby It's Cold Outside after receiving complaints from listeners and the trending national story from Cleveland, the station said. After removing the song, we have received hundreds of comments on social media and via email demanding that Baby It's Cold Outside be placed back on the Christmas playlist. The public's response prompted them to create a poll to help determine the song's future, the results of which would be announced today. Uh, KOSI 101 in Denver found itself in a similar situation. And I'll read that part on Wednesday. Uh, revealing in a news release that it also surveyed their listeners about the song. Station's online poll generated more than 15,000 responses and showed overwhelmingly that KOSI 101.1 listeners were in favor of the holiday classic returning to the air. 95%. All right. The the, uh, station's program director, Jim Lawson, said, While we are sensitive to those who may be upset by some of the lyrics, the majority of our listeners have expressed their interpretation of the song to be non-offensive. At least Denver has some comments. Exactly. And if people are offended by shit, by that song, change it to another fucking station. Bingo. Just like if you're offended by a TV show, change the channel. Yeah. It's like, it's like if there's a song I don't like on the radio, I don't complain. I just change the station. That's it. Duh. I wear out my thumb when I can't find something on TV. I wear out my thumb. Mm-hmm. Oh my! Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, we've got about two and a half minutes left to go in this show tonight. So basically, I'm going to give you a rundown of what we got this week. Tomorrow, of course, is New Car Smell Tuesday. The good news is we're only going to be doing the anime, manga, and the Blu-ray and DVDs because we took care of all of the video games and the CDs last week. So. And I will be at the rabbit hole. Correct. So you right. enjoy your time in the rabbit hole. Just don't go too deep in it. <laughs> oh, I yeah. want to jump deep in it. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, we may have a hard time getting you out. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, uh, deep see. down in is 25 a month. Woo! Yep. All right. Well, anyway, uh, Wednesday is our Attention to One episode, and we will be talking about this whole thing about, you know, social justice warriors ruining the Christmas classics. Or the holiday classics, really, because it all started with Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. Let's see. Then, of course, Thursday is the free for all, and Friday will be the last will be the last round of All Out Review and Naughty Mad Libs, since all six of my shows will be in finale mode for and a little while. And next week will be you can just put it as Naughty Mad Libs, Naughty yep. Mad, all Naughty Mad Libs all the time. Exactly. Woo! Yep, and then uh, next Wednesday we're gonna have like a final year wrap up for the for the whole year because next week will be our last set of shows for the year. So. So rather, so rather than take the week off as we otherwise would, instead mm-hmm. we're just going to do like a year long recaps. Correct. And then when the shows resume in January after the new year. We'll be on our first week of our usual rotation where we'll have food fascinations again and all that good stuff. Right. All right. So, anyway, please remember to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Our handle is BTA underscore TIP. And follow us at our website, beyondtheairwaves.weebly.com. If you ever miss an episode, there are three ways to catch up. First, there's the Stitcher.com app available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle store. Second, you can listen to or download full episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. 
And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a search in the podcast. We'll be on the airwaves, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So with that in mind, I'm going to say love, peace, and chicken grease. Everybody have a great night. Sleep well. Stay safe. Stay warm. And we'll see you tomorrow for New Car Smell Tuesday. Except for Tim, since, of course, he will be at the rabbit hole. The rabbit hole. Hey, hey, Tim, when you go, say hello to Mike and Shana for me. Oh, for No stop by since the start of the 30. Back on the roof for the show. Hey, with those two weeks off, I'll be able to, surely, that two uh, weeks wait off. Wait a minute, Janet. There's one problem. The two weeks, those two Tuesdays are Christmas and New Year's. I don't think I they'll know, be doing but shows. We could go to the ra- will they be doing their rabbit hole show? No, or probably not. not. Uh. Well, just let all me right. know one way or another. All right. Well, anyway, all right. Yeah. Anyway, that's all. For, that's all for tonight. And just remember the following three things. You, I almost had him. I had him. I almost had him. <laughs> you stuttering prick, you. Shut up. That's Woo. one. Number two. Play number two. Vengeance. I am the knight. I am. And finally, number three. This is the voice of the Mr. Rons. We know you can hear us, Earthmen. Shut up! All right. Woo. That's it for tonight. Have a great night. Stay warm. Yeah, everybody. And we'll yeah. see you tomorrow. Night, y'all.